Welcome to my podcast, Jabbernized with Jason, where we talk with real people who've had real weight loss results. Today we have Melissa, who is in Denver, Colorado. Very jealous about that. Uh, thank <laughs> you for being here. No worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So what uh, jumpstarted your weight loss? I actually had knee surgery, uh, major knee surgery about a year ago. Okay. And it was to the point where I couldn't walk for like six months and COVID actually hit right in between my physical therapy. So okay. that delayed it even longer. Mm-hmm. And my heaviest that I hit was 197. Okay. And I swore to myself, I was not going to see the scale hit 200. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. kind of relate up, yeah. gain some weight. Yes. And then, um, so when, when did you start losing weight? Um, probably around, September time when I was actually starting to walk. I think it was closer to like July when I finally started walking. I've only been walking for like maybe five, six months. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So So, September, 2020. Yep. Okay. Awesome. So pretty recent. Yeah. Cool. And so uh, I've had that same thing where you have surgery and basically laying in bed, eating ice cream, getting weight. (laughs) So uh, losing that a little bit of weight, uh, surgery weight, uh, something I've gotten through as well. And how much weight have you lost so far? I have lost um, about 29, almost 30 pounds in about four months. Awesome. And so that's about uh, like uh, my mental math is not there. <laughs> a few pounds a week, a couple, two, yeah. two, two or three pounds a week. Yep. Awesome. And uh, so you're kind of in the thick of it right now. Uh, yes. how much, which is awesome. I like talking to people who are kind of like on all aspects no. of the, uh, of their weight loss and how much weight do you plan on losing? My original goal was only like maybe 40 or 50 pounds in like a whole year. So yeah. I was kind of trying to spread it out a little bit more, but my body was like, nope, mm-hmm. we're doing this. <laughs> and most people would think some, some people, I guess I should say 40 or 50 pounds, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah. Well, how, how did you come come down to that number? And it was, um, it was mainly because I had a, a goal, the weight that I wanted to be. And so I was like, okay, that's around 40, you know, 40 to 50 pounds. Cause I told yeah. myself I would be comfortable anywhere between 130 and 150. As long as I was strong and fit, that was where I wanted to be. I didn't care about being wow. skinny. I just wanted to be strong again. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. I feel like it's more manageable too. Yeah. you're not like trying to stress yourself out it's you know makes it gives you a little less pressure maybe makes yeah. it seem a little more manageable and I think that's like a great way to start with weight loss and not worry too much about how you look but more about um, how you feel how you feel exactly that's yeah. that's ninja level stuff so uh <laughs> we'll kind of get into how you figured that out in a little bit but um before that what um have you had any things that were maybe tough before you were losing weight that are maybe a little easier now? Um, the main thing that comes to mind is actually walking upstairs. Okay. Um, <laughs> so as I said, you know, with my surgery and everything, walking was hindered a little bit. So, you know, even just basically walking upstairs was mm-hmm. like, I would have to sit at the top of the stairs and just like, feel like I was dying. I was just like, <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> gotcha. 
So now yeah. it's like, you know, I'm running up and down the stairs doing all of my chores and whatnot. I stopped taking the elevator at work. I was just like, nope, I'm going to conquer the stairs at least like that. I don't care about anything else. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. It's those small little wins that yeah. can really compound and, and, and help you um, push yourself even further. So when you think of your whole weight loss for the past, you know, four or five months, how does it make you feel? Proud. Very, very proud. Um, definitely from where I was, even like I said, six months ago, it's completely different. You know, I have chronic illnesses where I was taking at least eight medications a day and oh, wow. you know, just to get out of bed. And now I'm off all of them. Awesome. You know? Yeah. So just by going to the gym and all that, to my knowledge was, okay, I'm going to hurt either way. I might as well hurt coming from the gym. Yeah. So yeah. That, yeah. that was my proud moment was where I did not want to rely on my medication. Mm-hmm. That's a so, really good way to look at it. Yeah. That was, I'm so proud to just and, say that alone. <laughs> and just 30 pounds is like, yeah, that big of a change. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. I'm really happy for that. Uh, so let's talk about food. So how did you learn about food and nutrition when you started losing weight? Um, I already had kind of a basic knowledge of that. Um, I was born an army brat. My dad was a drill sergeant. So he kind of already knew how to, you know, have us eat and all of that. You know, he didn't let us overeat. He didn't have a whole bunch of snacks in the house. We already had that basic knowledge. Ha, I have that same mug. Really? The school mug? Yes, I have that. (laughs) My friend just gave it to me a couple days ago. And it's pretty awesome. It's a little top heavy, but it is a nice mug. (laughs) Um... And then after that, um, I did live with my cousin who is a nutritionist. She also has similar medical conditions as me. So she was very specific on what to eat and why we were eating it. And so when I lived with her, I couldn't indulge in all of those things. So that also helped build those building blocks, those foundations of what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, like the right habits. Exactly. And then you were sort of able to put them into practice. Yeah. When you got serious. Um, when you started losing weight, were you recording what you ate? No, that I did not do. And I know a lot of people, when I did a lot of research before I lost weight, that was the number one thing I always heard yeah. was record what you're eating. And I'm like, I hate doing that. I really do. And the, my main thing was I wasn't, I couldn't measure what I was eating. You know, I was just eating as I was hungry. Okay. And so I didn't know calorie. I didn't know. And a lot of it, I couldn't find the right thing as well. So it was just added stress of what I was trying to find to record it where I was just like, okay, as long as I'm conscious about what I'm eating, then I'm just going to eat it. I kept track of my carbs and my sugar. Those were the two things. As long as they were below 10 grams, I ate it. That was it. Okay. Gotcha. That was kind of your carbs and and sugar level below 10 grams. And you didn't keep track of calories either. I'm I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah. I like that. You got to figure out what works for you. And if things aren't working, I'm sure you would have started recording things or to Yeah, if I was starting to, that was the thing is if I started, you know, indulging a little bit more, then yeah, I was like, okay, how much of this am I actually eating? Then Mm -hmm. that was it. But I didn't actually record it. I just looked at the actual packaging. For sure. For sure. And so it sounds like you had some pretty good habits, some pretty good role models when it comes to food. So what sort of evolved that, um, allowed you to start losing weight mainly that one i'm not entirely sure that one i would say 
I became, maybe did you did you change to what type of foods you were eating? Maybe that's, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Was, to, to after that was mainly it. Um, so I'm a sugar addict. So that was the number one thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a real addiction. A lot of people laugh at that, and they're like, "No, you're not really." No, it actually sets off the same receptors in your brain as mm-hmm. cocaine, mm-hmm. but it's also proven to be ten times harder to come off of as cocaine. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was like the big thing that I had to adapt to. That was the big thing was, and that's why I was paying attention to the carbs and sugar is because I knew I had to get that under control first before anything, because sugar's in everything that we mm-hmm. eat. It's even a baby formula. Yeah, yeah. You kind of hooked on it Yeah. from the get-go. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it's super, super tough to uh, to get over. And you said you your, your dad taught you about overeating. Did you feel like your portion sizes remained the same? No, not at all. I was definitely a lot more conscious of how much I was putting on my plate. Um, And thankfully, my body adapted very fast. I don't eat a lot. I get full very, very fast. And so I'm eating more often, but I'm not eating as much. Gotcha. Gotcha. Was that a change to going from maybe three meals a day to To like six or seven? Yeah. Is that what your cousin recommended to do? Yeah, um, not per se meals. They would actually have healthier snacks throughout the day. So, you know, they would have like a bowl of fruit or, you know, fruits and veggies. They would just have little spurts of stuff. And they would have like at dinner time, we would all sit down together as a family and eat. But throughout the rest of the day, you know, it was just eat as you're hungry. Just as long as you're eating something good, you can eat as much as you want. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, you already answered my question about kryptonite sweets. Um, So tough, so tough. And um, so what are some typical foods uh, that you eat or or, or snacks that you have? That, um, my protein waffles are my go-to in the morning. Nice. Um, I have, I found, I think it's like Kodak, I think is the brand, but... I just pop them in the toaster in the morning and I eat them on my drive to work. Those are like my main go-to. As long as I have those in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm good. Nice. Um, besides that, I have mainly just more balanced meals with a mm-hmm. protein shake. That's okay. I, other than my protein waffles, I don't really keep track of what else I eat. Gotcha. Gotcha. So do you have like protein shakes? Do you have like one or two or is it just like one a day? Um, depends on if I go to the gym. If I go to the gym, I have um, probably about two or three a day. So okay. that way I can repair. Yeah. But if it's one of my rest days or say one of my um, just basic body weight days, then mm-hmm. I might have, you know, maybe one of them. Okay. And I'm guessing, do you do that? You don't, you don't, <laughs> I can't spit it out today, Junior. Do you do any intermittent fasting? Sometimes, yes. Um, if I've had, if I do overindulge, if I had a cheat meal or anything like that, then yeah, I will. Like this morning, I haven't eaten anything because yeah. last night we had dessert and I had some cookies. Okay. So, you know, I won't eat today until probably around like noon, maybe one to okay. kind of like let mm-hmm. my body reset yeah. and get it out type thing. I'll have my coffee. That's it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't do it on a regular. I used to. But I found that my body was actually holding on to the weight because I wasn't eating enough. Okay, gotcha. You used to intermittent fast more. Yeah, okay. I used to do it every day, okay. and I was not losing weight. 
Gotcha. Yeah, sometimes you need to like add calories. It's kind of yeah. weird. It's kind of weird how our bodies work. Um, do what type of liquids do you drink? Water, 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 <laughs> and protein shakes. Now. I'm one of those people and a lot of people I've heard, you know, oh, drink water, water, water. I hate water. I freaking hate water. Yes. It's tough too. It's tough. (laughs) It is. It really is. So I do flavored water. I do like those little packets that you put in the water. I do sparkling water. I try to do as much as I can to at least get it in my body. My most favorite I found is lemon and lime. They have like those little crystal packets that you can just put it in your water. And I will drink water all day if it's got lemon or lime in it. Okay, okay, nice. Nice, you found what works for you. There are a lot of different additives or packets that, that do make it a lot more manageable. Yeah. Um, to drink more water. I usually don't drink enough, so I'm always kind of dehydrated. Um, so We hope you're enjoying this interview. Uh, we want to take a second to introduce our sponsor, Me Too Vita. Yes, Me Too Vita is my company where we help people lose weight and live a better, healthier life. Uh, currently, we are taking on clients for our new six-month program, free of charge. That's right. We'll work with you for six months for free. You can visit metoovita.com to learn more. All right, let's get back to the interview. So let's talk about activity. So when you started losing weight, um, were you exercising or what did that look like? Um, I tried, yes. When I first started doing it, um, I was probably maybe working out or going to the gym maybe once or twice a week. And I knew something needed to change because I was doing keto and that helped me lose a little bit of weight. Mm -hmm. And I knew I plateaued, which everybody says that when you do keto, you plateau. Mm-hmm. So when you plateau, I had, I knew I had to supplement it with exercise. Okay. So I went, I actually went to the gym and I hired a personal trainer. Cause I was like, I need to do something like I really do. I need to start yeah. doing it more often. Gotcha. And how, how, how long did actually I'll, I'll get into the plateaus in a little bit. Uh, I find those really fascinating. Yeah. And so uh, going with exercise, uh, how often were you exercising and then how often do you exercise now? Um, I was doing it maybe once a week, maybe, okay, yeah. um, trying to do at least something, you know, I was trying mm-hmm. to at least walk the dog every day, do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I wasn't getting anywhere with it. And so now that I've had my personal trainer, we're a couple months into it. I'm at least going at least three to four times a week. And if I'm not going to the gym, then I'm doing something at home. I'm doing, you know, okay. basic body weight workouts mm-hmm. if I can't go to the gym. Awesome. Do you notice having the personal trainer, you, you get to learn exactly how to do things correctly, yes. but you also have that accountability. If you have the appointment, you're like, I got to get there or else. He's getting paid either way. Pissed. If I cancel, he's still <laughs> going to get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that so, kind of drives you a little bit too. Yes, that's that responsibility where I'm wasting money. If I don't go to those sessions, yeah. I'm wasting money. He's not. He doesn't. He's going to get paid either way. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think that can help. That can help. I'm someone who kind of needs that accountability too. Yeah. Um, and then, so are you kind of lifting weights or doing cardio or what does it look like when you go to the gym? More weights. Um, I have gotten a little bit of a balance. I don't focus mm-hmm. too much on cardio. Okay. The last time I lost a lot of weight, I was only doing cardio. And so I was nothing but skin and bones. I was just a straight stick. 
Okay. So um, I might do maybe two days, two or three days of cardio, you know, a week yeah. after my, after I lift weights, mm -hmm. a lot of people will actually do cardio beforehand. Don't do it afterwards because after cardio, you you're tired. Like, no, you don't want to yeah. do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just want to go lay down. Yeah, uh, sure. So it sounds like, did you say you had lost weight previously? Before. Yes. Before. When I lived with my cousin, the nutritionist, I lost a it. lot of weight. Okay. And then you kind of, you moved away yeah. and sort of gained back some of it. Met my husband and they always say, when you meet true love, you gain weight, they get you fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, at least found true love. That's, that's exactly. not easy. <laughs> I'd rather get fat and find true love too. Um, so uh, do you feel like you're a little bit more prepared now to, you know, when it comes to maintaining your weight once you get there? Yes. Yes, definitely. I have a lot more of a lot more tools than I did before mm -hmm. where, and I think it's because of that personal trainer, like you had said, you learned the right way to do things. And where before I'm just kind of, I'm just winging it. I don't even know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And so when you find somebody and it doesn't have to be a personal trainer, it can be a friend of yours that goes to the gym all the time. Just yeah. find somebody to kind of help you go with it to help you understand what you're doing rather than just doing it and you're just like hey whatever happens happens yeah yeah that can be yeah similar accountability too with yes. a friend um though they're sometimes unreliable that's my only uh yes. the, the only qualm with a friend is like once you guys you know screw up one time it's so easy to you know stop going no, you gotta find the one that's like dedicated to going to the gym yeah. like i've got a couple friends who are bodybuilders and they yeah. are the ones that i like i follow them on facebook i follow them mm -hmm. on instagram mm -hmm. they are the ones like even one of them took me to the gym for the first time okay. and she's like okay what do you know how to how to do and i'm like nothing <laughs> yeah yeah well that's all right you guys gotta start somewhere um do you measure calories that that you burn from exercise no, um, I might turn on my Fitbit during um, my sessions yeah. or, you know, if I go to the gym on my own, but that's more of a curiosity for me is okay. I want to know how much I am burning. Mm -hmm. I don't record it and I don't keep track of it religiously, but it is one of those where it's like, oh, what am I doing? So I think like one session I only burned like maybe three to 400. Mm -hmm. And then the next session after that, it was up to like 700 calories. Oh, wow. So yeah. Yeah, it's that curiosity of what am I actually doing and what mm -hmm. do I need to change if I am on the lower side? For sure, for sure. And how often do you weigh yourself? Every day. I know a lot of people don't like doing that. I do because it goes back to that accountability where mm -hmm. if I notice that my weight is going up, even by like 0.5 pounds or anything, I'm like, okay, well, what did I eat? What did I do to you know offset that? And then I also do it for goals where I, you know, once again, plateaued, I plateaued and I was like 170 for like two weeks. And I was like, okay, I am going to break 170. And when I do, I'm going to buy myself something. So it was something to kind of help oh my myself God. move forward yeah. where if I, I do this and I break that weight, yeah, mm -hmm. then I'm going to reward myself. So yeah. I do it almost awesome. every day. Awesome. Did you do that when you lost weight before? And then did you just... Did you stop weighing yourself or were you always weighing yourself daily? Um, when I had a scale, I was, yes. Um, but 
here recently I've, you know, we've had a skill in the house because I've been more dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout my life, I have, you know, some people don't have a skill because they don't like measuring themselves. Yeah. Um, when I lived with my cousin, she had one. I wasn't, I would maybe weigh myself once a week, okay. but mm-hmm. I wasn't doing it as much as I am now. And yeah. I'm doing it now because like I said, I am a lot more dedicated to it mm-hmm. yeah. than I was before. Yeah. I think it's, I think some people take, you know, their, whatever the number pops up, a little too seriously it can ruin their day but if you just use it as like a guide you can sort of see yourself oh I'm up a pound I'm up five pounds I should probably dial things back and if you just stop weighing yourself you're not gonna know and you could jump up 20 or 30 pounds maybe yeah Uh, so I kind of think that's a good strategy Um, what's your best advice for someone who's thinking about exercising do something you like to start out don't just jump in and do some type of fad diet or do some type of exercise plan that you see on social media do something you like if you like walking Mm -hmm. your dog walk your dog more often if you like swimming go swimming you know do something that you actually enjoy because if you do something you don't enjoy just because somebody says they're going to get results from it you're not going to keep with it you're not going to like it you're not going to enjoy it yeah yeah and i think trying trying a lot of things to find what you enjoy or don't like is, yeah. uh, is is important with that. Well, cool. Let's talk about mentality. So how has your thinking evolved um, from maybe before you were losing weight this time uh, to now? Definitely more strict. Um, okay, so yeah. I, I was definitely one of those where, okay, I wasn't losing weight, so I'm gonna beat myself up over it. Mm-hmm. Where now that I've already, you know, been pushing through it. It's one of those where, okay, instead of beating myself up over it, it's like, okay, what can I do to improve it? So, and that's what you really have to do. And it's a struggle. It really is. Um, I suffer from mental illnesses. So it was really, really hard to stop beating myself up over things. And that I think is like for mentality, that's the number one thing you need to stop doing is find that mantra that you can say like, okay, what can I improve? Find something and when you want to go, oh, you suck or anything like that. When you want to start beating yourself up, change mm-hmm. it to say, what can I improve? Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. And I, I, I'm super lucky to also have a little bit of mental illness in me. So uh, yeah, you kind of stop beating yourself up and realize, you know, uh, we aren't perfect. And um, yeah, I think a lot of people don't know how strict you kind of you need to be to have create like sustainable change yeah and so that's one of the things I like to um kind of show people uh kind of what you need to do I guess to yeah I found I read somewhere it's like the uh the five second rule when you feel like you don't want to do something or you feel like you know you can't do something give yourself five seconds after five seconds just do it because after five seconds, you're going to start talking yourself into not doing it. You're mm-hmm. going to start convincing yourself why you shouldn't do it. So yeah. only give yourself five seconds and then get up and do it. Do it. That's awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. And has weight loss. Uh, so let's talk about your plateaus. Um, so you've been doing it for about five, six months so far. Uh, how many plateaus do you feel like you've had? And what were some of the strategies that you kind of put in practice to, you know, not give up, but also find a path through them and to continue on the journey. 
I've had, I don't even know how many plateaus. I've had a lot. Uh, and being a woman, it happens a lot more often. Like our bodies fight us. And especially after you've had kids, your body is like, nope, we're not doing anything. We've already worked. Like we're done. Yeah. So I've, I had one recently was that 170 I was talking about where I didn't want to go to the gym. I didn't want to do anything. Um, my trainer actually, you know, tested for COVID. So we didn't have any sessions. So I didn't have that accountability. Um, and so for two weeks, didn't go to the gym. I just didn't want to do anything. Yeah. And I literally stayed at 170.0 for two weeks. Okay. And I was like, if I break this 170, I get my reward. What the heck? <laughs> and then we finally got back into a session and I met, I weighed myself the next day. I was 168, 168 pounds. I was so mad. I was like two weeks and it doesn't break one session. And I dropped two pounds. Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> so that was kind of like a wake up call where when I plateaued, I have to work harder. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately that's just the case is when you do plateau, you have to push yourself a little farther because your body wants to stop. It's yeah. your mind that has to make it keep going. Definitely. And have you noticed the weight sort of went down Yeah. as you would expect after that? Yeah. Once you, like I said, once you push it, kind of think of it as like you're climbing a wall is like you run up to the wall, you're losing all that weight. You're going, you're going, you're going, you hit that plateau, which is the wall. And you're going to have to work a little harder to yeah. get over it. But as soon as you do, you can keep going. Mm -hmm. And then once you mm -hmm. hit the next wall, get over it, keep going. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And did you feel like giving up or what sort of kept you going or brought you back in so of course when and especially like i said I, it was two weeks like yeah. two, i and i focused on my nutrition i was like okay well you know even though i don't want to do anything i'm not going to make it worse by <laughs> just giving up completely so i did focus on my nutrition but yeah of course i just i wanted to give up especially after the first week i was like this is not even worth it if mm -hmm. i can't even you know keep up with it but like I said, once I had that session and I dropped that weight, I was, that was that mentality of, okay, well, maybe it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's sort of re-energized you a little bit. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Um, do you have any negative people in your life or mostly positive? Mostly positive. I awesome. cut negativity out very mm -hmm. quickly. Um, if you do not influence my life the way that I want to influence my life, you're cut out. I don't care if you're family or friends, you're out. Awesome. Yeah, that that's a tough thing to do, especially with family sometimes. Yes. But it, it's something you sometimes have to do. And Toxic is toxic, though. I don't care yeah. if you're my mom or my dad. If you mm -hmm. are not going to help me with what I want to do, then you're mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good. Good way to look at it. And what are a couple of cool things that you've learned about yourself? I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a, even with, you know, all the things that are going on mentally mm -hmm. and outside of my, you know, head, I am a lot stronger and I'm a lot more dedicated than I thought I would be. And awesome. that's where people need to realize is you are, you're a lot stronger than you think you mm -hmm. are. It's all in here. Yeah, that's one of a big lesson you can learn from weight loss is that kind of got grit. Yeah. attitude awesome and uh what's your definition of health feeling good just mm -hmm. how it's not how you look it's not how other people see you it's mm -hmm. how you feel mm -hmm. Definitely. if you don't feel good then you need to change it yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. Mentally, physically, yep. totally agree. And um, what are a couple or one or two easy changes you would recommend to someone that can have a big impact on weight loss? That one, like I said, it would mainly just be finding what you like if, and just keep going with it. You know, if you can't find it yet, keep trying, you're going to mm-hmm. find it. And also stop looking at social media. Just stop, stop trying to be like somebody else. You mm-hmm. need to find what works for your body. I am, I am thick. I am a thick girl. I am built to be strong. Mm-hmm. So when I wanted to be skinny, it didn't look good on me. I am built. I have broad shoulders. I've got wide hips. I am built to be strong. So those little Instagram models, I'm never going to look like her. And I'm okay with that now. Do you feel like it's been a learning process more than anything, learning what you like to eat, learning what you like to do for activity, learning what motivates you? Yeah. And it's always going to be learning. You're always going to learn something new and you're never, you're always going to improve. You're never going to be, okay, I've mastered it. Like even my personal trainer, he gets paid to do this. And he's like, I'm always learning new things. Yeah. You will always learn. This is not something that you're always going to be like, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, that's basically all my questions. Any thoughts or ideas you want to share that I didn't ask about? No, I think we pretty much covered everything. Like I said, the main thing that I've always told everybody, like a lot of people come to me and have questions and I'm like, stop social media. Don't follow any of these little Instagram models. I follow bodybuilders because when I realized that I was built to be strong, those are the type of women that I want to look at. I don't want to look at these little hourglass (laughs) Instagram models. No, (laughs) it just makes you almost feel bad. Yeah. Or jealous a little bit. Yeah. And if you feel bad, don't bring that negativity into your life. You want to find something that is going to pursue. You want to pursue. You don't want something that's going to make you feel, Oh, I didn't do it today. So I'm not going to be able to do it at all. Mm -hmm. No, if you didn't do it today, get back up on the horse tomorrow. Absolutely. Give yourself five seconds. and do it. Yes. Five (laughs) seconds. (laughs) Awesome. Where can people follow you or get in touch? Um, my Instagram just, um, I think it's just Mel Renslow, um, on Instagram. And I don't do anything on my Facebook. My Facebook's very strict. So I just mainly am trying to do my, my Instagram mainly. Perfect. I will have that on the screen so people can check that out. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on and taking the time. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely. This was fun. (laughs) Yes. A lot of fun. Well, wrap it up. Boom. Yes. Hey, thank you for watching this video. If you are interested in seeing more, please subscribe. Like I said previously, Me Too Vita is currently taking on new clients to test out our new six-month weight loss program free of charge. Me Too is Japanese for water. Japanese people have the lowest obesity rates around the world, so we instilled their philosophy in our program. Vita is Spanish for lifetime. In order to create meaningful change, we must commit and make a lifestyle change. When this change lasts a lifetime, great things can happen. Visit us at mitovita.com to learn more.